Listening to your favorite podcast? That's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University? That's really smart. With 24-7 access to coursework, no set class times, and dedicated student support, you can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Donald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. <laughs> The Adam Shine Podcast. Episode 98 of the Adam Shine Podcast, and this one is a gem. We have one of the best point guards in Duke basketball history, Greg Paulus, as the featured guest this week on the Adam Shine Podcast. Greg is someone I've wanted to talk to and dive deep with for a long time. He grew up in Syracuse, played at Duke. Went to Syracuse for a year, majored in broadcasting, played quarterback for Syracuse, now the head coach for Niagara Basketball, loves Mike Krzyzewski, recruited obviously by Krzyzewski, played for Coach K. I mean, this is a tremendous interview. You guys are absolutely going to love it. Greg Paulus, who understands what Mike Krzyzewski is all about and Greg doing a fantastic job with the Niagara basketball program. And listen, I have to say, if you were paying attention to the podcast a few weeks ago on the tournament, I hope of the Shine kids, you opted to go with Maya Shine's picks. I didn't hit one Final Four team. That's only happened one time in my life. I didn't get one Final Four team. Gonzaga? Hell with that. Arizona? No chance. Iowa, done after the first day. UCLA, that was the one that I really felt the most strong about. That didn't happen. Maya Shine had Duke. She had Villanova. She had Kansas. So I hope you were paying attention to Maya and the fact that she got three of the four. Of course, we entered Maya like the rest of the kids and Katie and me in a, a pool against other families that we're close friends with in town. Maya won that, and listen, of course she was going to win. I finished in second to last. Five families, four or five kids, I finished in second to last. I'm the one with the radio show and the TV show and the sports podcast, but I finished second to last, so that's perfect. Maya won the whole thing, so she's got the bragging rights, but this was the first year I didn't enter any of the Shine kids in the SiriusXM pool. First time in 17 years at SiriusXM I didn't enter any of the kids. You think Maya has reminded me of that ever since she's cleaned up in every other pool that she's been in? I have to say, though, you know, part of the beauty of, you know, the kids and the NCAA tournament is they have just been so fired up watching it. You know, Jolie and Maya and Theo, they're absolutely obsessed with the NCAA tournament, and they loved every second of it. The girls and Theo also liked watching the women's Final Four and the championship game. That was pretty awesome. 
And now they're on, they had their own championships, the kids did. Theo in his seven-year-old basketball league, first-grade basketball league, his friend Henry with a buzzer beater. That was pretty sweet on the final game. And Jolie and Maya were each in their championship game. And how about this on the same day? Jolie's team loses by two. And Maya's team wins by three. Maya's team with a perfect season. Right before the games, Theo says to, to Maya, whatever you do, don't be Gonzaga and choke after an undefeated regular season. Ouch. I mean, that's, that's as rough as it gets. But the team was too good. They were too strong. Now it's on to the spring sports. I'm coaching Theo's Little League team, so... We'll make sure we have tales of that as the <laughs> this season moves along. He's he's absolutely obsessed. Allstate is our sponsor, so that's great. You know, the Allstate All-Stars, where you're in good hands if, you know, Theo Shine is playing first base for you in, in baseball uh, in first grade. Maya's on to softball. Got her doing some some hitting lessons. She's all fired up. The team is, is absolutely loaded, and Jolie's doing field hockey, so... That's where we're on to the next in a very busy time in terms of the kids' sports. And a very busy man is Greg Paulus, the Niagara basketball coach. And he joins us as the featured guest on the Adam Shine Podcast next. Listening to your favorite podcast? That's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University? That's really smart. With 24-7 access to coursework, no set class times, and dedicated student support, you can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application. Hop, hop, hooray. Nordstrom Rack's got sweet deals on everything Easter, which is Sunday, March 31st. Get to Nordstrom Rack now and save on Kate Spade, New York, Two-Faced, Steve Madden, Calvin Klein, and more from just $30. Score great brands and great prices on Easter looks for everyone, plus spring decor, gifts, and all kinds of deliciousness. Rack up the deals today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? The legends are true. But overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Hi, everyone. I'm Hall of Fame sportscaster Leslie Visser. And if you love sports the way I do, the people, the passion, then you'll enjoy my podcast, In Conversation, every Thursday. I've drawn from 45 years of covering all sports with people like Billie Jean King and David Duchovny and the merry prankster himself, Bill Walton. I have reached the top of the mountain. I am having a conversation with Leslie Visser, my hero. So please listen and subscribe wherever you stream your podcasts. The featured guest this week on the Adam Shine podcast, whether he knows it or not, is someone that I have been following for ever, honestly. 
This is a person that I have wanted to get on the podcast and dive deep into their athletic career in life for a long time. Niagara basketball coach, my guy, the great Greg Paulus. Coach, how are you? What's going on? It's great to be with you today. Greg, it's so great to have you on. I mean, I I mean it. I, I've been following you since CBA. I've been following your whole career, your whole life, your entire story. So we really appreciate the time today. Hey, man, you're, you're making me sound old over here. Come on now. I'm only 35. <laughs> only 35. But that's the beauty when you're Mr. Basketball at CVA and you're, you know, the New York State Basketball Player of the Year. And listen, there's a lot I want to get into, Coach, in terms of your life and everything and your career and what you're doing now at Niagara. But let's at least give the the hook of the interview. And Mike Krzyzewski obviously calls it a legendary career. I'm on record saying he's the greatest of all time. I've always been mesmerized by what he does and how he's done it over a long, sustained period of domination and success. You played for him. You starred for him. You won for him. How do you describe Coach K? It's, it's um, first of all, I think when you think about all the things that he's done, and even before I had a chance to play for him in 2005, graduated 2009, you know, that was like a Hall of Fame career by itself, you know, with multiple national championships and what he did. And then when I went there, uh, that was when he became the USA basketball Olympic team coach. And you count three gold medals and you count a few more national championships since then. And for me, there's so many things that I've learned from him that I use every day. Obviously, I'm coaching now, but even when I'm not coaching, uh, just the experiences and having the chance to be around him. Um, I, I, I honestly, it, it, you kind of just got to pinch yourself sometimes and say, Hey man, like this is how lucky am I to have a chance to be his point guard, to uh, learn from him, to have that chance to play for him for four years. And uh, it's certainly something that I don't take for granted um, in understanding how special of an opportunity that was then. And then I look back now and as the head coach here at Niagara, and he's sending text messages after games, he's ah, awesome. following, he's calling. And and so that relationship wasn't just started when I was 14, 15 years old recruiting. 20 plus years later, we're still able to connect and he's still able to and, and he's still somebody that when there's big decisions, I try to reach out to and, and uh, seek wisdom from him. So I'm just really, really grateful to um, have the opportunity to play for him. Uh, have him as a mentor, as a friend, and uh, what a what a legendary career that uh, I think sometimes the numbers are really difficult to comprehend because 13 Final Fours, five national championships, over 100 wins in the NCAA tournament. You could go on and on and on, and sometimes because of what he's done, uh, it's difficult to truly process how remarkable it is what he's done for the game of basketball. Give us some examples, because you gave me the chills a couple of times right there, on things you mm -hmm. learned from Coach K, Greg, in terms of how you implement it in terms of coaching Niagara and also mm -hmm. in your day-to-day -day life. Absolutely. So I think that a couple of things that always jump out to me um, is, you know, it's, it's easy to say to become the best version of yourself, you know, and one of the things that I learned from him is how to continue to try to get the best out of yourself. And by watching him each and every day, by being around him, 
you feel his passion. You see his work ethic. Uh, you see what he puts into the relationships with people. Um, his ability to communicate and motivate and bring people together uh, for a for a common cause. And and so to be able to be a part of something like that, uh, to be able to come in each and every day. I mean, if you're, I mean, even at 75 years old, he's the games, you know, you play a nine o'clock game, the game ends at 11 and him <laughs> and the staff are up all night till four in the morning. You'd have no idea he's done what he's done because he still has that hunger, that fire, that passion. And then the same thing he does with that to the game, he does with people, individual meetings, reaching out. I mean, the amount of people that he has touched and impacted, not just playing for him, uh, is something that I, I just think is, you know, I ask myself, how does he do it? And those are things that, you know, how do I become, you know, my set, you know, he would always raise our standard. You know, if I thought I was playing hard or playing well, it was, you can do more. Mm. And, and he, he did that by instilling uh, a confidence in you, a belief. And, you know, an example of that was, you know, I, we, coming in here and being the head coach at Niagara and I get on the phone and I call him and I say, Hey coach, you know, I think that this is going to happen. What type of advice do you have? And just really simply put, you know, you're ready, be yourself, trust your instincts. And it literally took me back to wow. like when I was 14 years old, getting recruited when I'm 18 years old and we're getting ready to, you know, play for championships and playing Cameron. And so I, I think that there's a lot of things that I can uh, reflect back on. And I think another thing with our program too, would be uh, kind of a next play mentality. Um, you know, he always talks about that with our program and in life. Hey, whatever happened previously, you know, you hear control the controllables. For him at Duke, what we what he's done for decades is next play, next play. So in order to create a moment, you have to be in that moment and you have to be fully present in that moment. And so that's something we talk about every day with our program, whether that's on the court, off the court, in life. Um, that, hey, good or bad, being able to try to make the next one, um, you know, one of those moments that you can talk about or prepare yourself for that moment. And so those are just a couple examples that I could go on and on about, but just a, just a few. What was it like being Coach K's point guard? Because you, you were a floor general, a leader. You know, he relied upon you, Greg, to set the tone, set the tempo. You know, magical three seasons, then taking more of a leadership role when Nolan came in, still playing incredibly well, coming off the bench. What was that like being Coach K's go-to guy because you're one of the most decorated guards who's ever played on the collegiate level for Mike Krzyzewski. It, it was an honor to play for him. Um, you know, he is uh, demanding. Uh, he is a guy that, uh, you know, believes that you have more in you. He's a guy that is a, an unbelievable teacher. Um, you know, he'll, he'll teach you how to play the game, teach you how to build the team together. His, his leadership is obviously it, it's, it speaks for itself and what he's done over the decades and, uh, for so many people, but you know, it's something that that's, that's what I wanted. I wanted to play for the best. I wanted the opportunity to learn, uh, from him and, you know, I've, I've always wanted to coach and, you know, who better to learn from than him. And so when he was sitting in our family room and what do you want to study? What do you want to do this? And I'm, and I want to talk about his great point guards that have, that have now become coaches. I, I wanted to talk about what I could learn from him and how I could always ask questions. And, and uh, you know, for me to be able to 
be an extension of him from the sideline to the courts. Uh, for me to be able to have that type of responsibility uh, to make sure that five are playing as one and that we're trying to uh, all be a part of something bigger than ourselves. Um, you know, those are those are moments that uh, I, I cherish and, um, you know, ones that uh, I, I learned a lot through the through the ups and downs of those experiences. Now, I don't want to sit here and say, well, take that Bo Jackson, but, you know, the audience needs to know that we're talking to a two-sport star. So you obviously do what you did at Duke. And then after you're done and you graduate, you go and play football for a year as the quarterback for your hometown team from my alma mater, Syracuse University. Take me through how that happened and how you got – your mind and your body right to go from Duke point guard to Syracuse quarterback. Yeah, it's, it was not, um, not something that was planned. I get asked that all the time. Like, Hey, you planned on going to Duke and then you planned on doing this um, where, you know, ironically enough, the, the only, you know, the schools that I was looking at uh, Duke was the only one that said, Hey, you're not going to play football and basketball. You know, um, you're going to be basketball. You're going to be our point guard. And, you know, um, but for me, it, it kind of started after we lost uh, in the Sweet 16 to Villanova in 2009. Um, you know, there was uh, a scout uh, from the Green Bay Packers that uh, reached out to the, the Duke coaches, the Duke basketball office. Um, and uh, they reached out to me and said, hey, so-and-so called, you know, call them back. Um, I actually thought it was a joke. I thought it was some sort of prank, <laughs> Wow! Or, you know, like, Hey, someone's, someone's just doing this. So I, I, uh, I didn't reach out the first time. And then there was a second time that they followed back and essentially it was, Hey, we want to work you out. The NFL draft is coming up. Uh, just want to see, you know, if, if there's, if there's anything there and, um, you know, so eventually, um, I connected with them. They ended up coming down to Duke. Um, we did a workout. I don't remember the days or what it was in between, but as I was not, I didn't do anything for five years. So when that workout, whatever that date was, I started to like, Hey, I got to get ready for this. Let me throw it around. I got, a, I got a short window here. And as I was getting to do those workouts and you know, you're getting on the field and you're getting people to catch the balls. And um, I, I just got that itch again and that passion. Wow. And then all of a sudden at the same time, you, you know, I was able to get some information about, Hey, you could actually play an extra year by changing sports, uh, studying something that was not at your previous school. Uh, shout out to new house, uh, you know, our, our special place for me. I know it is for you and so many others. Oh yeah. Um, and, and so, you know, for me, that was how it started. And then I kind of, we did the workout. I, I just like, Hey, this is one of those, if you're going to do it, you got to do it now. There's this is, you got five years to, to potentially play two sports. And so once we kind of went through that recruiting process, I visited some schools and you know, what an awesome coach Marone's first year he got in there. I met with him. He's coming off of the new Orleans saints, unbelievable run opportunity to come back hometown team uh, to be a part of uh, you know, new house and graduate to be a part of the program and help turn it around to have an opportunity to play for coach Marone and try to help the team win. Those were, those were my goals. And, and, uh, it was really, really quick. Our Duke graduation was, uh, May and the season, as you know, starts up in August with preseason. So we had to learn a playbook. I started grad school in the summertime and, uh, tried to get, uh, physically and mentally ready from 
all of that in, a, in, in just a couple months. It, it really was amazing. And listen, I, I love Doug Marone. I, I love, you know, got to know him when, when he was, you know, with the Saints and even with the Jets before that. And when he was hired at Syracuse, I was thrilled. And look, there was a lot that needed to be cleaned up from what the program was. And all right, here's Greg Paulus, who understands, you know, how to lead, how to win, you know, and obviously you played on the high school level. A lot of big time programs wanted you to play quarterback. You know, I look at that year as a huge success for you and for the program. It was a big building block for Doug Marone. You look back fondly, and not only in terms of football and memories, but I still love the fact that you have Newhouse in, in your bio. What Do you have any favorite Syracuse Newhouse broadcasting courses? I, I You know what? I, I loved it. I did uh, television, radio, and film, um, and, and, I, and I look back on that year as – you know, one of the fastest years of my life because you're trying to learn so much, learn a playbook in just a couple of months. You're trying to gain 20 pounds. You're trying to get your timing back. You're trying to meet your teammates. You're trying to adapt to what's going on. And so uh, I think besides my, my two kids being born, that was certainly, you know, some of the fastest couple of months, but I loved it. You know, being able to um, play for Coach Marone, the team, you know, we went four and eight. Uh, I, the, I, I wanted to get us to a bowl game. You know, that was the goal. And there was a couple opportunities we had there. Um, you know, it was the most wins that the program had in five years. Yep. And, you know, I, I know when I talk to my teammates, you know, to try to be that foundational class for Coach Marone. So then the following year, Ryan Nassib had a tremendous season. You win eight games back-to-back years. You're able to win some bowl games. You know, for us, that's something I take a lot of pride in. And uh, to come back and represent Syracuse, which I love, um, so many special people that have helped me grow up and help me get to where I am today. And then obviously Newhouse is such a special fraternity. I mean, it's, you know, you, wherever you look, you know, with, with any type of media, I mean, it's, there's some, some connection to Newhouse and what the people have done there to give me that opportunity. I'm so appreciative of, and it's really uh, opened it up. And you know, I mean, like, you know, we're kind of just meeting here and I feel like we've kind of known yeah. each other a heck of a lot longer exactly because you're tied to, such a special brand and you talk to special and, and what, what those people are doing. Um, and, and a lot of them I'm still keeping in touch with and I see, and it's just, uh, it's, it's an awesome experience. And I, and I absolutely loved it. You know, when I graduated Syracuse, I worked in Syracuse. I did the afternoon radio show at WHEN and post game shows, WSYR for football and basketball yeah. lived there for three years. And I, I really got what, to what year, Adam, what, what year did you graduate? I graduated in 99. Okay. So I graduated in 99, and then I lived there and mm-hmm. left in 2002, February of 2002. Okay. What a great place to live. Seriously. The people are unbelievable. The restaurants are sneaky, unbelievable. I always tell people there are great. I mean, you grew up in, in the manliest DeWitt area, great restaurants there, from Johnny's Pizza to Aaron Evans Inn to Joey's. <laughs> I mean, we could go on and on. I, I, Tully's for game day. I mean, it was it was great, and I right. I mean, it, Greg knows, and and I I well, learned just... I learned how much people valued high school there, and you know it was one of those communities where if you ask people where'd you go to school, they're not talking about college, they're talking about your high school. What was it that made? I used to go to some CBA practices. What made Christian Brothers such an amazing place for you to help shape your career? Yeah, I think it's, uh, I think it starts with the people, um, you know, from, 
you know, I'm, I'm one of seven kids. Yep. And so I'm the, I'm the fifth one. I have four older brothers. Um, I got a younger brother and a younger sister. And so for me, it, I think it's the community. I think it's the feel. I think it's uh, the care for others. Um, you know, I mentioned earlier that there's a lot of people that have kind of helped me grow up. And, you know, for me, the city of Syracuse, the CBA community, the education, the values you learn, those are all things that, you know, I, I want to have, you know, for moving forward, right? You want to have a, you have an unbelievable foundation. You want to continue to grow and learn. You want to have those type of people and experiences for your kids um, so they can be a part of something special. And for me, the CBA community has always been about something bigger than us. The Syracuse community has always been about family and yep. uh, about putting your arm around and, and helping out. And so um, for me, that's always been the case. And when I went to Duke, they were there supporting. When I came back to Syracuse, they've been supporting. I've, I've had multiple coaching stops and now being two and a half hours away at Niagara, like the CBA community, it's, it's been unbelievable. And the Syracuse community has been outstanding. And so I, I think it's a combination of all those things. And, um, you know, it's, it's just one of those places that, uh, you know what it's like when you go there, it just feels like home. Home. And uh, even it, no matter when you go, where you go, um, how long you're there or short they're there, it just feels like home, and uh, there's unbelievable connections within uh, the ability because it's so intertwined with the people that live there. I mean, it's a special place. I should mention Dinosaur Barbecue, too, first and foremost. Dinosaur Barbecue. <laughs> I mean, that's got to be number one, right? It's it's uh, it's up there. That's for sure. It's it's certainly in the conversation. Uh, without question. Now, you know, I again, first time meeting, but I feel like I've known you forever. So I've said before that Niagara basketball has officially become my second favorite college basketball team now that you're coaching Niagara. So I, I think there was a lot of progress made. Obviously, you know, hey, St. Peter's making that run, I think is great for the Mac mm -hmm. and everyone moving forward. Greg, what's next for Niagara in terms of taking that next step in the growth of your program? Yeah, I just I just finished my third year and uh, really proud each year that we've uh, had a chance to, to be here with our guys. It's taken a couple steps forward. And, and so for us, I'm really proud of, of our group. You know, the last couple of years, uh, we've been able to finish uh, in the top five uh, in our conference. Uh, you know, it's the first time that that's been able to happen uh, since Coach Mahalik was here uh, well over 10 years ago. Um, you know, it's a, it's, a history, it's a program that has such rich history. Um, it's got uh, great people here. The academics is, is terrific. Um, you know, so for us, to, the ability to continue to take another step forward um, you know, continuing for us to, um, you know, we want to schedule great. We want to continue to build uh, our recruiting. We want to continue to develop our players. But I, I love what we've been able to accomplish um, in, in, the in the three years that we've been here. And so for us, I think it's the ability to consistently do that. We want to continue to be above 500 non-conference, continue to uh, be one of the top teams in the conference. And that's what we're striving to do. And, and um, as I mentioned, the development uh, because of our coaching staff, because of our players has been, uh, you know, one that I'm really proud of. And, and I'm really excited about continuing to build on it. Did you have any clue, any inkling? I mean, I, I love Shaheen. I remember when he played at, at Seton Hall and used to torment Syracuse. I remember when he played, you know, in the mm -hmm. NCAA tournament and what he did against Oregon. Did, was there any reason, any example to believe that they could become from the regular season in the MAC to what we saw, the greatest Cinderella story in the history of the NCAA tournament? 
Yeah, what, what a run they had. I mean, like it's the first time a MAC program has been to the Sweet 16, and then they went to the Elite Eight yeah. and, and beating the teams that they did with Kentucky and Murray State and Purdue. Um, you know, I think that uh, certainly – they're really disciplined, really elite level defensively. Um, you know, you knew that they were balanced offensively and really tough minded. Um, you know, I thought that they could really be competitive uh, against Kentucky. I thought it was, uh, you know, a great matchup for them, um, you know, in the next round. And obviously they played really well versus uh, Purdue. And so I think it speaks to the league and how the league continues to grow and, and, and be, uh, you know, one of those mid-major pro, one of those mid-major team uh, conferences, excuse me. So for us, I think it's a credit to us because Iona won the regular season yep, and then St. Peter's and they won it by multiple games. Um, and then, you know, St. Peter's is able to do that. And, you know, you got programs, uh, you know, that were right there that had an, um, other outstanding seasons. So I, I think certainly it's really fun to watch. I love that we were cheering for them. Great representation for our league, um, but also love, you know, just how it, it really highlighted some of the other really good programs in our conference, too. I think it's worthy. Greg, I I love this. I've been wanting to chop it up with you and, and talk for <laughs> a long time. I'm such a fan of your story, your success from high school to Duke to Syracuse to coaching Niagara basketball. So, Listen, congratulations on everything. I can't wait. To, you know, I see the banners behind you for you to hang a banner <laughs> winning the, the Mac for Niagara. It's going to happen. It's going to happen soon. We appreciate the time as always and continued success. I appreciate that. Hey, one one thing, when, when you come to Buffalo – you got to come. We got to get you to come up to Niagara, or I'll meet you. I'll meet you somewhere. We'd love to love to get together with you. Love to get some some purple on you and uh, get you over here to 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 our campus. In fact, I'm going to take you up on that. And you know, I, yes. I love I love you know getting all excited about the Bills, obviously. But I live ten minutes from the Iona campus, so we will get the whole Shine Let's family. Let's do it. Let's do it in purple. And we will go oh. to the Niagara-Iona <laughs> game rooting for Niagara this upcoming season. How about that? That'd be awesome. I, I can't wait to get together with you again. It was awesome catching up with you and uh, looking forward to doing it again soon. Greg Paulus, the Niagara basketball coach. Hey everyone, Jen Piacenti here, host of Sticks and Stacks, the podcast that brings you the very best action from the world of hockey and baseball. Each week, myself, Sean Drotar, and Nate Lundy will bring you our best picks and talk you through the props, bets, and fantasy advice that can help you become the best fantasy manager in your league or even just help you win some money. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts or listen on the SXM app, free for most subscribers. Thank you for listening to another incredible episode of the Adam Shine Podcast. Greg Paulus, are you kidding me? That was sensational. Thanks to our listeners on SiriusXM, our listeners on Pandora. Thanks to our listeners on Apple Podcasts and with Stitcher. We record the Adam Shine Podcast all year round, so please hit the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. You can always catch me every weekday on my radio show, Shine on Sports, which airs from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on SiriusXM and Dog Sports Radio Channel 82. Thanks for listening. Talk to you soon. Sirius XM Podcasts. Listening to your favorite podcast? That's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University? That's really smart. With 24-7 access to coursework, 
no set class times, and dedicated student support, you can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Donald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last.